welcome to the Breadcrumb Trails podcast. I'm Gina. I'm Carol. And I'm Danny. And I'm Kira. <laughs> She's our special guest today talking about budgeting. Danny, Kira is your guest. Would you like to introduce? So, Kira, you took the travel agency program at McEwen. It's a 14 month straight program, beginning to end, kind of get it all done right away. Um, yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it sure is. Um, you got to, for the end of your program, you got to go to Vietnam. Yes, yeah. Uh, did you go anywhere else, or was it just Vietnam? I went, like, north and south Vietnam, so we traveled all over Vietnam. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and so now you kind of know how to, like, like make trips, plan, like, excursions, things like that. So, like, or so can you tell us a little bit about, I guess, the best way to do that? <laughs> Like, I don't, like, how you learned that and then how you can share that with us. Um, so I took, like, basically a lot of courses, whether it was just, like, knowing a bunch of destinations and things to do there. And then, like, I took, like, marketing courses and stuff like that. And then, like, accounting to kind of, like, put it all together. And then, I don't, yeah, it, it was just a lot of stuff pushed on. I don't even know where I'm going <laughs> with this. But, um... Yeah, it's just kind of, it was more about, like, asking the right questions for people and then figuring out how to make them have the best trip they want, trying to get what they want, like, without them saying it. Because a lot of people have no idea what they want at all. And you have a background working in retail, so you kind of know how to do this in person. So how did you, like, how can you kind of carry that back and forth? Um, so... I don't know. I was already kind of comfortable talking to people that I don't know all the time. I work at a bra store, so it's just like, you know, let me let's talk about your underwear. Like, it's easier to talk about like, okay, where do you want to go? What do you want to see? Like, it's easier to talk about that kind of stuff and then I don't know, asking the right questions with like I do that at work all the time as well, so that kind of helps. So first of all, I'm a communications major. You got into the travel program uh at your school and you got to go to Vietnam at the end of your training I'm in the wrong line of work yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I want to ask what the most exciting thing that you learned was while you were in school Ooh, the most exciting thing I learned probably like just what some places have to offer like there are places that I would have never been like oh I want to go visit like Vietnam I never really thought about visiting Vietnam but once learning about it and everything you're just like holy crap there's so many things that I had no idea about and yeah it was just like wild like the places like you learn about you're like oh yeah that's just like a country and wherever and but they have like oh, they have the biggest waterfall in the world. They have this. Like, it's like, yeah, they have, like, a whole sanctuary with monkeys that you can go and they'll, if they want your hat, you have to give them your hat. <laughs> kind of stuff like that. Did you lose your hat? I did not lose my hat, no. So what did you do while you were in Vietnam? So we traveled from the north to the south. We went to, where did we go? We went to Hanoi. Ooh, Okay have to think back sorry <laughs> so we went to Hanoi, Hue, um, well Ho Chi Minh City that was the last stop and then Hoi An and somewhere and like we went through like 
Howland Bay and stuff like that. I don't know. We got to see a bunch of the different places around. So, like, the north is more, like, farm area. And then as you go more south, it's just insane and full of traffic and stores and stuff. But, yeah, we got to go... We got to go, like, along Howland Bay, which is, like, a beautiful, natural, giant bay, and we went cruising overnight there. It was beautiful, and got to see, like, <laughs> we got to, and they were fishing, too, which was cool. I mean, but there was also, like, some ladies just there on a little, like, little boat, like, trying to sell you chips. Like, boat. Yeah, yeah, so you'd be in your your, your room, <laughs> and they'd be like, hello, <laughs> and like holding up like Pringles, <laughs> like trying to get you to like give them money <laughs> for the Pringles. Like just, yeah, they just would go there, and then I think the best place I went, though, was, um, where did I go? What was it called? Um, <laughs> no. I like how you're I looking at Carol for I know. This. I'm well, like, Carol, please tell me. Sorry. It's um, not because you're sorry. Asian. <laughs> kept being like this is where they filmed Godzilla <laughs> or what was it it was like the new Godzilla with uh Tom Hiddleston he's like the this scene in Godzilla because like that's all Vietnam <laughs> for, for oh, wow. like the oh. cinematic universe <laughs> he's like Godzilla Tom Hiddleston was right there what was it uh, I haven't watched the new Godzilla so I didn't either, there. and he we just kept saying that we did because he was like everybody knows Godzilla was filmed here. Godzilla. Uh, but there was like some cool places. I have like me and like Kate. We went like rowing through caves and stuff, and I don't know. It was fun. A lot of cool food. They love bananas there. They like to light them on fire and give them to you. Flambéed. I am jealous. Yeah. Like holy crap, that sounds like a hell of an adventure. It was really nice. Yeah, we had a good time. We, like, hiked up mountains and stuff and saw a bunch of things. And we had two tour guides, and they were really great. And one of them kept asking us because he's like, oh, all you guys, like, because most of us were white who <laughs> were there. <laughs> he was like, what's the standard of beauty in Canada? He's like, because, like, right now, you guys are all hitting our center because they're, like, oh, have, like, fair skin, big eyes everything like that and we're like it's whatever you're into in Canada but yeah all our tour guides are really nice very knowledgeable they had lots of fun stories and told us about stuff but yeah the only thing I didn't like was the humidity um it was plus 50 Celsius yes that's insane when did you go I went end of April oh thank god I missed that yeah But apparently when it's like the rainy season, sometimes you smell a lot of poop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you smell poop? I didn't smell poop. Okay. I went during <laughs> the, I went during October. Oh, okay. Yeah. I knew someone who went before that and they were like, it was raining and all I smelled was poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my end was fairly dry during That's when funny. I was there. Yeah. It rained once. I stayed indoors. <laughs> Note to self. The rainy season in Vietnam is a really shitty situation. (laughs) (laughs) It sure is. Zing! So something about Vietnam is that their service industry is 
very top level. I had amazing service while I was in Vietnam, anywhere from taxi drivers, well, the taxi service driver, all the way to the hotel. Is there anything you can take away from that or any way you can vouch for that? I definitely agree that, yeah, their service was absolutely amazing. I think they just really love having people come to their country and see things and stuff and they're like oh yeah keep coming back keep coming back so like they're all super nice and everything like that and we'd always somehow get freebies from our tour guide like it'd be really hot and we'd be like oh look there's ice cream and he's like one second I got you and he goes over there and then he's like they need ice cream they're white <laughs> he literally said that because like I learned a few a little bit of Vietnamese before I went there to like try and help and one of my friends was Vietnamese who I was rooming with and she's like he literally just said they're white <laughs> they're Canadian <laughs> they need ice cream it's hot <laughs> you know as a white person I gotta say I do love ice cream yeah it's true we, we love a good ice cream I don't think I've actually met an ice cream that I don't like I feel scammed. <laughs> so as a, so what is your official title? My title? As a graduate of like the travel, travel studies. Uh, I don't like. So, like travel agent, travel advisor. Well, I'm, okay. So I was a travel agent for like a few, like a little bit. Cause like I had to do my practicum and then they hired me afterwards. And then they fired me. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, it's just like they had, it was like I was the last one in. So first one out, and they were like, they changed their HR thing. And then while doing it, I really did not <laughs> like being a travel agent because here in Edmonton, it's mainly just like, I want to go to Mexico. I need to go to a funeral. Can you get me a flight? I want to go to Mexico. I need to go to a funeral. <laughs> like it was just back and forth. Like uh, someone is dying or I just want to go to Mexico and drink pina coladas. And I want the cheapest thing possible. But oh, I'm going to tell you if it sucks. But it's like, you want the cheapest thing, man. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just like a travel graduate. I'm trying to get with uh, tour companies. I'm trying to work for them. So I would love to work for G Adventures or Kintiki or Go Away. That's living the dream. <laughs> yeah. People keep telling you, they're like, you should just be a travel agent for a little bit just to get like experience and stuff like that. But. I don't know, I might, but yeah, the eye roll. <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot of the same thing. Like every once in a while you get someone who's like, I want to go to Africa. And you're like, oh, hell yeah, I got you. Where do you want to go? What do you want to see? Like, I, I, I feel that whole, you know, you got to get in, you got to get experience. Uh, in the communications department, they keep telling you you should get in with a news organization. Everything is news related because yeah. I'm, I'm majoring in journalism. And they're, they're telling you, like, you got to get in with these news organizations. you got to get some experience under your belt. And I'm like, but that's not what I want to do. I want to start my own media company. I want to travel the world. I want to bring that content to people back home who can't necessarily experience things like that. Yeah. And use it to help do things like combat racism. Like, <laughs> they're not the same thing. Yeah. You're like, news is literally the thing that the last thing you want to do right now let's get back on track here and uh get back back down to the topic trang am that's what it was called <laughs> i got it sorry that's okay trang am was my favorite place i went that's where he was all like godzilla was right there and it was just beautiful yeah it was like this little like area you went and we were on a little boat 
And then this lady was rolling us, and she was like, and she kept trying, because we were like burning. It got so hot. And she was like, oh no. Like, and she's like fanning us. She's like, no, you guys are gonna burn. Like, the lady was so nice. I tipped her a lot because she was just so nice. And yeah, and then we did a hike like halfway through and like hiked up these like tombs and stuff. And yeah, it was crazy. It literally looked like something you'd see at a like Jurassic Park or I guess <laughs> Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> Yeah. So let's get back on track here for a moment and get back to the topic at hand, Mm -hmm. budgeting. Yes. When you are traveling, when people are planning to budget, what are the top five things that you think people should remember? Um, Well, they should definitely remember that, like, you're paying for quality as well. So don't just kind of go with the cheapest thing because you think that's best. Like, think of all the other expenses you're going to have to have and how that will impact your trip. Um, I guess as well, like, I don't know, don't go, like, overboard (laughs) on, I don't know, freaking stuff. Weeb shit? Yeah. (laughs) Like I did when I went to Japan? Oh, oh my God, I would do the same thing if I went to Japan. Yeah. Yeah. I just spent all my money on, like, Freaking canned bread and like, (laughs) 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 but yeah, um, definitely like, you know, try and save up as much as you can. Always take more money with you than you think you need because you don't want to be in that situation where you don't have it and then you're paying freaking an extra hundred (laughs) dollars in fees just to get it. Um, I'm at like three. What do you think? much extra money are we talking about saving like double your budget or um, well, like a third of it I would definitely bring like like if you're bringing cash with you I would bring at least like $200 more than you think you'd need like depending on where you're going like in Vietnam 200 that 200 oh, Canadian yeah. dollars goes a long oh, way yeah. but like other places like when I was in England and stuff like there was just like oh yeah you're running out fast <laughs> so fast in yeah. Amsterdam. Um, maybe we should put this in here as well. Um, I specifically meant, mentioned Vietnam because I knew that was the mm-hmm. most recent place. Yeah. Where else have you traveled? Like in, yeah. like inside of Canada, outside of Canada. Like where have you been? Inside of Canada, it's literally only BC, <laughs> but that's fine. Um, I have been to Mexico a few times. I've been to like the Pacific side and the Caribbean side. Um, I have been to the Dominican Republic. I've been to Cuba. I've been to Italy, um, Vietnam, and where else? Uh, well, England. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you know, hmm. a little bit of everything. Asia was definitely the like big holy shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Am I allowed to swear? Yes. yes. Okay. We, we, <laughs> our podcast is rated explicit for a reason because I can't keep my big mouth shut. Good. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Not to mention we have talked about some questionable subjects. Amsterdam's red light district. Oh my Thailand. god. Yeah, we had to learn about that in class. And my teacher was like awkwardly like, so um don't put families here. Um but like, you know, warn people, but also you get those people who are like, fuck you, I don't wanna go. <laughs> So as a trained travel agent, what are some of the things that you look for when you are trying to help people book their 
trips or plan their vacations? What, uh, what are those things that are always on the top of your mind? Um, I mean, it's when you were, when I was at the travel agency, it was just kind of like reading people and seeing like, okay, are they going to actually spend the money or are they just here to waste my time and get me to send them eight emails of different things and quotes and stuff like that. But, um, like you definitely want to ask them like the right questions as like, there's right questions for resorts. There's right questions for like tours and stuff. It's all kind of different, but it's like, you know, are you comfortable like traveling alone, but with a group? Are you like, where are you comfortable like going through? Like, are, can you go through the US? Are you okay with that? Are you okay with stopping other places? You kind of have to keep that in mind and bring it up when you can. And then, I don't know, obviously, like, do you have a passport? Because there's a lot of people who come in who like didn't even have a passport and we're like, I want to go to Peru and you're like okay cool um get a passport (laughs) yeah um but yeah it was just kind of a lot of things and then like you have to like see if they're with a family like that's the that was like the main thing at the travel agency is this how many people are traveling with you like I need like a range or whatever and then the ages of them all because like if they're traveling with children obviously they get a discount sometimes not though sometimes they charge more (laughs) but yeah it was just kind of like that I guess I don't know so when you went to Vietnam how did you budget your money um what what were the step what what was the planning steps that what were the planning steps that you took um basically I tried to pick up as much shifts as I could possibly do while still being full-time in school (laughs) because I would literally spend from 8 a.m until like 7 p.m. sometimes because I'd have like big breaks in between my classes and stuff like that but so trying to like save my money not eating out as much bringing food with me like you know that kind of stuff and then you know just going to my grandma being like hey it's your favorite guess what you want on vacation (laughs) seeing if she'll give me a little bit of money (laughs) but yeah always yeah try and get the old people to help Always hit up grandma for money. That's the yeah, important lesson to take away from here. Grandma. But yeah, it was just like I had money put away because I worked for two years straight, like in order to fully pay for school and everything. So I didn't have to take out any student loans, luckily. Jealous. Yeah. And my mom had a bit of money left for me as, as well for school. She had some set away for each of her children. So I used that as much as I could. And then, um, my birthday was actually when I was in Vietnam. So that kind of helped with like, you know, family being like, I'll just give you some money like to help with the trip. <laughs> but yeah, it was basically just, you gotta think logically. And like, you know, do you, did you really need to buy that coffee today? Did you, you know, really need to go out to eat or whatever and stuff? And yeah, when you had food at home, did you need to do that? feel attacked. I know. <laughs> it's hard for me too. I literally got McDonald's today, but <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I got chicken nuggets. Of course you got chicken nuggets. I know. I was it was a bad day at work, so I was just like I need nugs. <laughs> chicken nuggies and chucky milk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, my freaking my goal is to go to every McDonald's in every country that has one. 
That's a hell of a goal. Every McDonald's. Every McDonald's. Well, a McDonald's in oh, every country. Yeah, not every single McDonald's. That's oh, sorry. Oh, I should have been clarified. Yeah, I'm not. No. <laughs> Super size me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've also been to the U.S., but like I don't know. I thought that was kind of a given. I've been to like the Disney, Disneyland, Disney World, California, Florida, uh, Idaho, uh, Vegas. I've been. I think that's about it. I was I was in Texas once just for a little bit, but it was cool. And a lot of people get really angry when I'm like at vacations. I'm like I just want to go to McDonald's like at least once in this country just so I know, because they have different things in every country and it was crazy. Oh, yeah. We were in the Hong Kong airport and we were stuck there for freaking how long was it? We were probably stuck there for 18 hours because we missed our flight because there was a big you know a storm, and then so we were stuck there. And they did, we thought they had a McDonald's there, and me and my friend were like looking at like the McDonald's menu in Hong Kong, but they didn't have one there. So beforehand, we were all not in the airport anymore, or maybe not it was closed. Not anymore. Yeah. Oh my god. It's so upsetting. Yeah, because I wanted to get the like ramen fries. So it's like fries, and then it's like it's like called shaky fries or something, oh and they go yeah. shaky, shaky, shaky. Yeah, <laughs> it's <those> cute. Fries. <laughs> Don't up off. Okay. Yeah, but. <laughs> I just did a bad hand gesture with the shaky. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they have like little flavor, like ramen flavoring packets that you yeah, put on the fries and then you shake it and you eat it. And like, we were like so excited for that. I'm gonna get, and they didn't I'm gonna have get that. McDonald's french fries and I have ramen noodles at home and I'm gonna. Yes, make your I'm own gonna, Hong I'm gonna Kong make my fries. own Hong Kong fries. Shaky fries, I think they're called. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. What else have we had for budgeting questions? Oh, yeah. I'm um, kind of bad at the budgeting. <laughs> don't worry I about apologize. it. Um, so let's say I wanted to make a trip. Yes. And I, I, I tell you I want to go to this country and I have $5,000. Okay. And I want to see as many things as possible. Okay. <laughs> how are you going to, I guess, like address my, like how would you prioritize like this budget yeah. that I've just given you? Um. Well, well probably prioritizing the budget it would more be like where you're staying would be like the best bet because you want to do you don't want to depending on if you're like if you're okay with staying like some hostels are great but like yeah you have to have those conversations and be like are you okay going to a hostel or whatever do you know how much money and obviously like their dollar compared to ours Mm -hmm. um i don't know and then I, when people are like, I want to see as much things as possible with this amount of money, I would usually try to recommend a tour because, like, it doesn't have to be, like, everyone's shoved on a bus. Like, it's, there's tours that are literally only, like, six people. And depending on how many people you have, you can have your own private tour. Um, so, yeah, I usually do that because that's the mo- that's where you get the most bang for your buck because... They provide you with at least two meals a day. They always provide you with breakfast and dinner. Usually lunch is like, they're like in a spot and they're like, okay, go run wild. But there's like always free time and then you get into all the places you wanna be. Like there's no, you don't have to fork out any extra money to get into like that museum or anything. And you guys go front and front of the line and transportation's all good. And yeah, so with stuff like that, I usually try and recommend a tour but like when you want to do it on your own it's like okay how do we figure this out and like there's systems and stuff like that where you can get like a big old like a city pass or whatever so they can literally get into everything and 
transportation <laughs> and stuff. Um, with like, like Expedia.ca and Trivago <laughs> and like websites that essentially do this, what what is the benefit of doing it in person? I guess in person, you get someone doing all the hard work for you. <laughs> that was like the main thing in school was just like, okay, how do you convince someone that them paying you say it's like fifty dollars or whatever is going to be better they like travel agents they take care of everything for you so your flight hotel everything and then sometimes they even add on extra things just to make you okay and then you also have like sometimes it's 24 7 service sometimes it's not i'm not so you also get like service tips with them like say you're in destination and you're like oh man i want to like extend my stay or whatever you can like call them or like say there's a big storm or whatever and you can't get your flight out they'll figure out a way to get you home some way like whatever happens they're always on top of everything being like oh yeah I've already been looking at flights like don't worry I'll get you out of there like there's a hurricane I know you need to leave <laughs> but yeah so that was the main thing with that so basically what you're saying is a travel agent does what I normally do for myself when I plan out my trip. Because when I went to Japan, I spent 12 months planning that trip. Yep. I utilized everything from Google Maps to Expedia to Airbnb to get my accommodations, my flights, my activities throughout the day. Um, on top of having all of my cash and divvying that all up. So. Yeah. yeah, what I also want to say is for a travel agent, they have resources, they have know-how what takes me three days would probably take them half a day this is this is yeah. fair I mean that is kind of what you're trained to do so yeah and we have like we have a lot of systems like we learned on a bunch of systems there's like one that literally has everything you'll ever need on it so you can book hotel um, flights uh, you could book a car you could book freaking tours and stuff on it and everything and then you can like look on every like they have systems that just look at absolutely everything and lots of people don't get that they're like what are you looking at so like when they're not talking to them they're just like i don't get what you're doing and it's like i'm literally looking at eight thousand things right now trying to get you the best possible flight or deal that i can get you yeah they have special <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, special websites and stuff that really help out and make things easier for them, but having like someone else have that. Basically knowing like how to run that website, how to run that system and like be able to filter it down based on what you're hearing from the customer, I guess. Yeah. That's what we'll call them. Yeah. And being like, Okay, this is your budget, this is like you wanna <laughs> stay at a half decent hotel, so there's this and then this flight will get you there in this amount of time but it's going to be cheaper and then you can have this this much for like tours and spending and yeah. stuff like that yeah it's really easy like and you can put like obviously you can do this on like freaking Expedia and stuff you can put like a price range and everything but yeah they really search for like absolutely everything and then there's like usually the top hotels are at the front so like the most best reviewed so like you don't even see the shitty ones <laughs> like so yeah it really helps out with stuff like that the systems with your current experience as a travel agent what is the best experience that you've had and what is the worst Ooh. Okay. <coughs> well 
So let's start with the worst. Because <laughs> that's the easiest to think of. Give me all the dirt. I mean, what did this Karen do? <laughs> it was a man. <laughs> it was the worst. Okay. What do you call a male Kevin? Karen, no. Kevin. Freaking Robert. Bob. Fucking Richard. Black if his name was actually Richard. <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> just John or something. Uh, I mean, I did have, like, I worked at the busiest travel agency in all of Canada. That was, like, it was literally, like, at the, it was the busiest one. So that was a lot to handle, especially with, like, being a practicum student and not being able to do anything and just be, like, walking up to people and be, like, Hi! Wait 10 minutes or an hour. <laughs> like, <laughs> sitting down. But, like, I had this one guy who kept calling. And there, it was late at night, so there was only, like, two actual agents who could do stuff there. And they were busy with customers. And, like, one of them had to get, uh, one of them had to get one of their clients on a plane somewhere else because this was when the big hurricane was happening and everything. And, yeah, they were stuck there. So the guy kept calling and he was like, hi, I want, so I have like a credit on my file from a ticket that I never used, a plane ticket, which does happen um, if you get insurance. And we were, I was like, okay, well, where are you looking to go? Is it just you when, like they always ask me to get as much information as possible so they'd have something to like look at. So when they call them, they're just like, hey, okay, how about this, this much? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I was, like, asking him all the questions and everything, and I'm like, okay, I'll get someone to call you as soon as they're done with whatever they're doing. And then I go back, and I show the, my uh, one of the workers there, and she's like, okay, well, I need a lot more information than this since they have, like, a credit. I need the old ticket number. I need where they were going, where they were supposed to be going. I need, like, she needed, like, eight different things. So then I had to call this guy back and say, like, hey, I actually need a lot more information. I need your old ticket number and the old, like, IATA number and all this and who you were speaking with, what if it was with a flight staff. Oh, I don't know if I should say where I was working. <laughs> with travel agency? If it was with a <coughs> travel agency. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then he was like, well, I'm not home right now. And he, like, started, like, getting all, like, sassy with me I was like okay well when you can let me know okay and just call back and then he called again like 10 minutes later and I and he was like at a bar or something I could like hear a bunch of people in the background and like a hockey game playing and stuff and he was like you know what I don't get why the fuck I need to give you all this information I gave you my name shouldn't you know that and I'm like no we can't look it up and it was a complete it was a different one than our branch it was like somewhere else in Edmonton and he started like swearing at me and being like why do I need to give you all this information I don't have it shouldn't you be able to look it up you're the same company okay boomer yeah basically yeah and then yeah the the one who was like I told her what happened afterwards and she was just like well guess what he's not getting a call back (laughs) I mean that's kind of a nice thing yeah she like helped me out. She's like, well, I'm not giving him any service after this. Like, well, yeah. Yeah, and you kind of have control over that because it's not like you're expected to call him back. Like, if he was really adamant about getting his. Yeah, and it's new like, do you really need that ticket tonight? 
it was like seven o'clock at night. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah, there's there's no reason for that. We, mm-hmm. Kira and I work together. We work in the same store, so we uh, we deal with Karens. We deal with the same Karens. Oh yeah. And it's 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 a, it's a it's a time. It's a time. It is. Yeah. And then probably the best experience I had was I had this really old couple who came in. And they saved up so much money, and they're like, "We want to take a cruise to Hawaii." They're like, "We've been on cruises before, but like we've been we haven't been going on like any because we've been saving up for Hawaii because that's the more expensive one, <laughs> and you can only travel certain times of the year because of the waves and stuff, the water." Um, but yeah, it was. They were so excited to go, and like they were literally like, "Okay, we'll go." Like they got like the most expensive room, most expensive everything, because they were like, no, we're going in style, like, we don't care, we're really old, like, if we die here, whatever, like, they literally were like, no, and we asked them if they wanted travel insurance, they're like, yeah, because, like, who knows, this guy's heart sucks, like, they were so cute together, too, like, oh, they were just so sweet, and then, like, I got them, like, hotel and everything afterwards, I helped them with that, and, yeah, they were just accused, and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll go early and everything, and then their son kept being like, why are you guys going? Like, you're, you can't go, like, no offense, but you guys are really, like, that was, like, what their son was saying. He was like, guys, you can't just keep going places. Like, you're on a cruise ship. What are you going to do? And they were like, we don't care. If we die at sea, we die at sea. Like, to be they fair, were so cute. To be fair, if I was really old and in my twilight years <laughs> and I had a bunch of money I was sitting on, I'd probably do something like that, too. You know, yeah. like, top tier everything and just go all out. Like, oh, yeah. go out with a bang. Yeah, they were like, I want that beverage package to the premium one. <laughs> it was great. They were so cute. But, yeah, I got to see them off and everything. And Oh, yeah. They were just so sweet, and they were so happy. And every time they would come in, they were like, hi, Kira. Like, they remembered me, and I was like, oh, hello. How are you? <laughs> like, you getting your you getting your tickets yet? You want to do seat selection? I got you. What do you want? Yeah, you want premium economy? I got you. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever find out how their trip went? I didn't. No. I oh. wish I did. What happens if they actually died at sea? I don't think they died. Psst. If you're that couple and you're listening to this, yeah. give us a call. Leave us a comment. Let Kira know. Yeah, yeah let, let Kira know. know. I want to know how that trip ended. Yeah, I did too because they were so sweet. And they were just like, yeah, I can't wait to be like, yeah, and the one was like, the girl was like, I'm going to be tanning the whole time. And the one guy's like, and I'm going to be drinking the whole time. <laughs> and it was like, you guys, you're like, yeah, mood. that's the couple. Like, yeah, you're, you're the dream team. I got you. <laughs> but yeah, they were just so sweet. And yeah, I remember, yeah, just seeing them off and being like, okay, bye guys. Like, have a great trip and everything. And they were just so nice every time. And they would always bring me in little treats too. They were bringing like, they're like, oh, I made cookies. Like, here you go. Like, they were so sweet. Yeah. And they brought us chocolate because, like, I don't remember. There was a holiday when I was there. <laughs> they brought us chocolates. They were great. They were so sweet. One, The old guy's name was Sal. I remember. It was literally Sal. I was like, okay. Yeah. All right, Sal. I got you. I got we you. like you, Sal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are some common mistakes that people run into when it comes to budgeting? You can be blunt. You could. Yeah. It could come yeah. off rude. It's fine. Mm-hmm. The whole point. The whole point of this podcast is to educate people yeah. in, I guess, a fun and yet 
concise manner. So if you want to be blunt, if you want to be yeah. to the point, uh, that's yeah. fine. Okay. I would say probably... Just, like, not taking into account other things. Like, you get a lot of people who are just like, oh, okay, well, I have exactly $2,000. Here you go, like, for that trip. And you're like, okay, do you have spending money? And they're like, oh, shit. It's like, yeah, how are you going to eat when you're there? <laughs> like, you know? Like, yeah, there is a lot of just, like, okay, I have enough money finally, like, for this. And you're like, okay, but do you have anything else? Like, I feel like that's, like, a lot of people don't think of spending money in food. And what are some common mistakes you've had to fix? Oh, oh my gosh. Um, like, with budgeting? Ooh. Anything at this point. Okay. Hold, hold that thought for a sec. I shall return. Uh, well, like, I mean, I guess just people spelling their names wrong. It happens a lot. <laughs> like with tickets and stuff, they're like, like what's on their driver's license might not be on their passport, and what they go by might not, like, be, so they'll be like, oh, yeah, my name's like, I don't know. They go by freaking Teresa, but like, that's their middle name. That's not their first name. Like, I it was a, like that. Yeah. yeah. He goes by James, but he's actually Scott James. See? Yeah. It was like a lot of that. Just like, okay, and then you'd like double check, okay, can you spell it out? All right, can you spell it phonetically? <laughs> yeah. Can you write it down for me? Like, yeah, a lot of it, like, it, the amount of name changes I had to do was insane. Yeah. Does it cause that much of a problem with traveling? Um, sometimes you have to pay, like, a $100 change fee for it because, like, especially with, like, airlines and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, like, hotels, it's not that big of a deal usually. But, Yeah. Airlines, it's usually a $100 change fee for, like, the name. And it, it can literally just be, like, one letter. Depends if you get a good person on the phone sometimes. Like, if you call in and you're like, hey, <laughs> how's it going, Susan? Yeah, I made a mistake. <laughs> and they're like, okay. Well, it didn't pop up that you need to spend money, so you're good. Like, yeah. Oh, man. Out of all the options out there, what option is worth the investment? Oh my god, travel insurance all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you Gina? Know, yeah. Uh, she's not here to defend herself. <laughs> she's vaping. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Just try to always get it. Because the one time you don't get it is the time you'll need it. Yeah. Like anything can happen. Whether it be you just getting food poisoning or like you getting you freaking stepping on a nail you pet a cat and it bites you like that's me <laughs> i'm always playing with the animals everywhere i go i got in so much trouble in vietnam for doing that and i'm like whatever if i get rabies that's my problem like there's a puppy on this boat i need to pet it i need to hold it but yeah literally anything can happen like you hear about stuff all the time like there was a girl in i think it was mexico earlier last year and she got drunk and just fell off her balcony in her resort. Like, you think you're safe at a resort, but it's like stupid stuff like that happens all the time. And she didn't have travel insurance. Gina. That can be freaking, like, that can be millions of dollars. <laughs> and you're forever in debt. And if you're dead, oh, okay, it goes to the person you traveled with or your family. Like, you don't want to stick people in that debt. Oh. But, yeah, always go for travel. Like, so what? It's an extra. 
two, three hundred dollars. Like <sighs> anything can happen, man. Like literally, if you're you even like even if you just get sick on the holiday and you're like, I have a throat infection, and like you go to like a clinic there, it's all good. Like yeah, mm-hmm. it's worth it. Places you guys want to go. <laughs> I would like to go to Japan. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to go for like a year. I also haven't saved up any money. Uh huh. That. Always, ha- you always hear people like, "Oh, I'd love to go here," but I literally have like less than a thousand dollars in my bank account. <laughs> two fifty. Oh no, it might be two seventy-five. Damn. I and know. She's trying to get a cat too. Oof. Yes. Or kitties. That's a that's that's like a a distant, but not so distant not so goal. distant. Like it's a couple months. Yeah. A couple months. Let's just I'll just hide it. Don't you want to travel? So when it comes to travel insurance, yes. obviously you've got those people who claim that travel travel insurance is nothing but a big scam. It's yes. a thing to get money out of you, a little extra money, and then you know how it goes. What would you say to those people? Basically, honestly, whenever people were like, mm, no, I don't need it. It's just like, okay, well, we have to have you legally sign here saying you didn't get it in case something happened. And once you go through like the legal stuff with them, they're like, oh, God. Like, I don't know. A lot of stuff happens. Like, whatever. If you want to be Mr. Like, oh, this is just something to get more money. Like, yeah, obviously, yeah, we do get commission from it. Whatever. But it's literally about your safety and stuff. And lots of people don't know until it actually happens. Like, until, yeah, they get $10,000 in debt from doing whatever. (laughs) Having to get, like, their appendix removed while they were on vacation. Like freaking like stuff happens all the time you have to prepare for the unexpected always so what is the number one piece of advice you'd give to people when budgeting then Mm. i guess yeah i'm prepared for the unexpected i guess (laughs) always have a a little extra you know comes in comes in handy but yeah unknown is scary man anything can happen you have no idea what's gonna go down while you're there and like say there is a protest while you're there and oh my god I'm terrified and you go out they like ransacked my hotel room (laughs) like you have to kind of prepare for that obviously sometimes people will help you and be kind like there's always people out there who will help you out but you know you just gotta yeah be a boy scout and be prepared so in the case of something unexpected happening overseas, um, what kind of advice would you give to somebody stuck in a nasty situation? Um, just remain calm, number one. <laughs> just try, honestly, try to make the best out of a bad situation that you have. Um, try their best try all their resources that they have like whether it just be like family at home seeing if they can get a hold of someone to help them out and like you know calling the airlines or whatever and just kind of be safe in the best way you can there's always something that will help you and honestly if like the best possible thing you can do when you're in a bad like even if it's like oh my god I lost my passport while I'm here is go to Try and go to the Canadian consulate. Try and find out where they are and see what they can do to help you. Because they have so much resources and can help you out really fast. So that's always good. 
And what sort of advice do you have for someone hoping to save a few bucks here and there on their travels? Um, I guess you don't always have to sit down and eat somewhere fancy. You can always go to street vendors. Sometimes people think like, oh my God, a street vendor. But it's like, that could be the best food you have there. Honestly, Asia has the best street vendors. I think you know for sure. Like, hell yeah, you get some crazy stuff. Wrap it in whatever. <laughs> and on you're just like, oh my god. Yeah, on a stick. <laughs> or in a newspaper, whatever it is. But yeah, while you're traveling, just kind of look around. Like, also asking people, okay, what is worth it to go see? Because you could spend money on something that's com- that's completely not your forte. Like, you could go to a museum and you're like, this is the worst thing ever and I paid for a tour as well and I have this stupid headset that's all squeaky and I'm just telling me stupid stuff in a different language but yeah definitely ask around and you can even like try and make friends with locals see like even if you're like in a restaurant where like the concierge is like your best friend wherever you go at the hotel if there is if you're at a hotel I actually made great friends with a concierge when I was in London and oh yeah I still remember him Alan if you're out there I love you and how worth it are loyalty points? Like, there's the KLM Blue Club, there's Air Canada. What is it now? It's not Aeroplan. And there's WestJet points. Uh, I think they changed it. Yeah, so how worth it are these loyalty points? Um, it depends on how much it takes you to, in order to get, like, uh, points. So, like, if you're getting, like, per flight, you're getting, like, five points or whatever like it's not really worth it like there are freaking there are die hard like aeroplan members but like i know with like like there's a WestJet mastercard and stuff and that's easy to like make points because like you're paying for stuff with your mastercard it gets points but honestly i would just do your research sometimes yes if you have enough points it is worth it like me and my mom we collect air miles and we use it to go to disney every two years and that pays for our tickets to Disneyland like our seven day passes and like so that to us is very worth it but like there are certain ones that literally aren't worth it at all you're like I've had this for 10 years and I still can't get a flight or an upgrade or whatever it is or into a freaking cool (laughs) lounge that actually raises one more question with me you said you use air miles yes yes how do you save up enough air miles to actually get a flight? Mm-hmm. What is the best way to go about that? God, that's a good question. I could bring my mom on the phone. She's the best at it. Um, I have no... S- we just, like... We go to Safeway a lot. <laughs> the silver store. Like, that's like, where we get, like, our point... Like, whenever there's a points event or whatever, we try and get that. But, yeah, you just don't use it. Because, like, I know you can use your air miles in order to, like get money off of your food like your groceries and stuff but like we always just keep saving and it usually takes us probably about almost two years to get well to get enough passes because it's usually me my mom and my sister and so three disney passes in a two-year saving span it's pretty good and that's usually all just on my mom's card and then like me and my sister will use ours for whatever it is during the time but yeah i don't know i'm not I'm not an expert on air miles. <laughs> no worries. Uh, does anybody else have any questions? 
As we have a habit of doing at the end of each episode, we're going to give a sneak peek into our next topic. Ooh. What? <laughs> group versus solo travel. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Or uh, yeah. working all overseas. So group versus solo travel, which do you recommend for people and why? It kind of depends on the person. Um, like you can really tell, like, whether, like, if they already go places all on their own and like, well, I've been this place, but I've had family in all those places and stuff like that. And they're usually more of like a solo traveler, but... I don't know. I personally love group travel um, because, like, you get to meet people that have the same kind of passion as you. Like, they wanted to go there. Like, that's insane. You met someone who is in the same place as you at the same time and also wanted to go there. Like, there's something you already have in common there. And you really get to know, like, all the people you're with and you make friends and, like, hey, they're freaking from Australia. They're all like, oh, yeah, come on over. Like all good whenever you want you got a place to stay and i'll take you around and same vice versa but yeah i personally like have a what's it whatever it's called (laughs) yes i have a preference towards group travel because i've had only good experiences with group travel obviously you can have the best and there's always someone in the group that no one likes you know and if there isn't it's probably you It's okay. You know, not a lot of people like me either. (laughs) But, yeah, you just get to meet a lot of people. It's easier to meet a lot of people. But solo, like, do you mean, like, on your own or, like, you and, like, your friend or whatever? I was thinking more like you and your friends. You and your friends. Like, even that's good, too. It's just, it's a lot more planning on your part. It is. Like, I love doing that. I have done that before. And, yeah, it's great. But, you know, you got to. You know, you gotta look around more. You gotta be like, okay, where's a good place to eat? You gotta ask like, locals and stuff. Be like, okay, is that place good? All right, well, we wanna go get drunk. Where's a safe place that we can do that? Like, don't send me to a crazy underground bar. Like, yeah. In your experience, what are some of the benefits of group versus solo travel? So, what are some of the benefits mm-hmm. of solo travel? And then, what are some yeah. of the benefits of group travel? Uh, so, some of the benefits of solo travel is you make your own list, you make your own itinerary. You're doing what you wanna do when you wanna do it. If you don't wanna go outside, you don't have to go outside. You can stay in the room, you can freaking do whatever you want. That is probably the best thing is having your own freedom right there. Like you don't have to listen to anyone. Like even if it's your friend, like they should. But yeah, the best part about solo travel is just having your own free time doing everything kind of to your, what you wanna do. Um, best part about group travel, I'd say, is that most of your expenses are already covered in the price of the tour and then yeah just meeting new people and yeah I guess there's also like there's um safety in numbers right yeah lots of people yeah there's safety in numbers and like obviously you have someone leading it and hopefully they're a good person and not shady and it rarely happens but you know you never know freaking taken happened (laughs) taken not really. That was solo travel, but it's yeah. Cool. <laughs> but yeah. If you could go anywhere, where would you go? Ooh. What is your top destination? Okay. I have a few, but like lately, I've really been wanting to go to Egypt. Mm-hmm. I just want to see everything. 
like all the old stuff that freaking ancient aliens is talking about like I want to see it like I want to yeah I yeah Egypt is definitely on my number like it's definitely on a number one spot for me um because yeah I just want to see all the things that everyone's been talking about for years and stuff like that and yeah I just think it would be so cool to see like the pyramids and all that and be in that freaking desert it would be fun. I think it would be fun. <laughs> but obviously there's a lot of um, I th- a lot of crimes that have been happening, like or attacks targeting tourists lately. I think that's also why I really want to go because I want them to get better. I'm like, no, like I don't want to go like, oh, like, oh, they're attacking people. Let me go. Like, <laughs> I'm not like that. But it's just like whenever I hear something like that, I'm like, please get better soon so I can go. <laughs> like, please just help out. <laughs> Please improve. I'd like yeah. to visit. Please improve. Yeah. Can you just, like, say hi to me? Like, I think you'll like me. I'll give you candy. I always have candy. I always have snacks on me. Yeah. That's also how you make friends. Have snacks on you. Could, could you guys all just stop fighting for, like, five minutes while I yeah. check out your country? Yeah. Yeah. So Egypt's one of, like, my top ones. I would love to go to Greece, too, because I know they're starting to not let tourists into the ancient areas because they're ruining it with their stupid shoes and their loud voices, you know, stomping around. But yeah, I'd love to go to Greece. I think it would be absolutely beautiful seeing all the islands and stuff. But yeah, and then Japan. I gotta say, as I much mean, as I, I those were those are actually my top two as well. Really? Yes. That's cool. As much as I'd love to go to Japan, or as much as I love Japan, mm-hmm. as much as I'm obsessed with it. One of my other top destinations is actually Greece to see the um, uh, Athena's Temple, essentially. Yeah, right. It's a, it, yeah. It'd be a bit of a pilgrimage for me, but yeah. That's amazing, yeah. Like, I just, I love old stuff, like old architecture mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then the fact that it's been standing for so long, like, I just love to see that stuff. It's just like, it, you know it's not going to be there forever. Like, it has lasted a very long time. But, you know, there could be that one person who's like, I'm going to blow this up, like, mm-hmm. anytime you want. Yeah. yeah, I just would love to see that stuff. I think it's absolutely beautiful. Cool. Yeah. Anybody, help? anybody have anything else? Nope. You've been listening to The Breadcrumb Trails. I'm Gina. Carol. And I'm Danny. It has been an absolute pleasure having you. Uh, thank you very much for taking time out of your day to come and chat with us about uh, anything and everything and having random laughs and shenanigans that probably will not make it into this episode. <laughs> you'll be surprised. You'll hear it and be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, where, like, where did all this come from? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like, well, that's not even my voice. <laughs> <laughs> None of us clip. are good at mimicking. None of us are good at mimicking voices. And we want to remind people that, you know, we'll see you guys on the trail.